I tend to be a fairly unemotional person most of the time. Logic and planning are usually the way I approach life, with occasional outbursts of emotion when I'm excited about something or something has irritated me to the point of losing control. Empathy isn't really something that tugs at my heart very much, and outrage for me is more of an intellectual exercise almost all of the time. I'm capable of acts of love, but the feeling itself is quite rare for me, even for the most important people in my life. In summary, I tend to be cold and logical, with emotion suppressed into the recesses of my soul. I could watch as homeless people took over metropolitan areas and feel no emotion about it, lamenting that we allowed things to get to that point but also just shrugging my shoulders because I knew that virtually all of the people on the street are there because they choose to be. I watched as Russia invaded Ukraine, and the news coverage of all the suffering there, and was rationally concerned for the citizens who are suffering through that conflict, but war happens all the time and the Ukraine conflict is no different, except that it involves a world power being a bully to a smaller nation. I could even read about nursing homes being forced to take in patients with COVID-19 and all the deaths that resulted from it, and just write it off as the corruption of our government today. Some events, however, bring the emotion deep down inside of me rising to the surface, and it boils over into pure outrage. As we watch leaked video coming out of Shanghai during the course of their oppressive lockdown of the people there, it is incredibly difficult to remain unemotional about the atrocities that are being committed there. We are watching in real time as a cold, emotionless, zero-empathy government is brutally terrorizing and starving out its own citizens in the name of control, pushing a zero-tolerance COVID policy to save the people from the virus. The first example I saw of how much the people were suffering was probably what most people have viewed already, a city full of people screaming at the tops of their lungs in desperation. They are so afraid and hungry and angry that even despite the danger of speaking out against their government, they raise their voices from their own balconies in protest against the horrible conditions and behavior of their leadership. It is nearly impossible to watch that video without feeling something. Right after that was the stories about pets being seized from homes and placed in plastic bags and left on the street to die. Yes, you read that right. Live animals left to suffocate to death in plastic bags on the street. Of course, if you understand even a little about Chinese culture, you know that most of them place little or no value on animal life, but the cruel nature of just leaving living animals to choke to death on the street shows just how incredibly evil the government there can be. Perhaps the most heart-wrenching videos, though, are the ones showing people jumping from many stories up down to the street into their deaths. Whether from desperation due to starvation or extreme anxiety from being locked up in their homes or whatever other extreme measure that convinced them there was no other way, people are choosing suicide over the supposed safety being imposed by the government that is supposed to protect them. The last two links I had to put to the same video from Glenn Beck because you can't find them on YouTube anymore. He even had to blur out the actual video because of the way YouTube would censor the video. This is the power that the Chinese government has over the narrative in their country. Our own social media will not allow us to see these atrocities because they are in so deep with the financial system of that country, and they care nothing for human life. As long as they get paid, the world can burn as far as they're concerned. It boggles the mind how this isn't on the front page of every news outlet in the world, condemning the Chinese government for the horrible genocide it is now committing against its own people. They don't have enough food to feed the people there because of transportation restrictions, they're killing pets in perhaps the most inhumane way possible, and they're locking up their citizens and pretty much throwing away the key in furtherance of an ideological goal that disregards human life to put a check in a box. While I agree that the Ukraine conflict is important, and we should be supporting the people there, what I don't understand is how we can be so passionately for a country who is going through just another war in a world full of wars and completely ignore the pure terror being inflicted upon millions of people. Perhaps it's because we get so many cheap things from them that we are willing to close our eyes to what is going on there, which is extremely sad. 
What I challenge you with today is to consider this one idea. If the government there can do this to their citizens today, what will happen here in America if we allow people to implement the same kinds of government control here? We now have two major examples of the results of communist ideology. Government always takes over and always goes to the extremes to retain its power. Even if you think it's far-fetched, doesn't it make sense to jealously guard the freedom we have here? Especially in light of the more than 100 years of oppression that the Eastern nations have suffered? In the end, there is little we can do about what China chooses to do to its people. A military solution is out of the question, and right this minute too much of our economy is mixed up with them. We could start to pull back, but that won't change what's happening right now. All we can do is focus our attention on it and call them out for the evil they're committing, but we aren't even doing that. How can we look at what is happening in Shanghai and not see pure evil? I suppose people just see what they want to see.